Welcome to Media Nouveau, a podcast series exploring new media, old media, and the murky area in between. We're students in David Morgan's new media writing class at Emory University. Throughout the semester, we will discuss and question different facets of the ever-changing media landscape. Examining the ways in which we interact with and shape media. Each episode will explore a publication so that the series as a whole will articulate our own definition of these genres. Hello, welcome to this week's episode of Media Nouveau. My name is Colin Swen. And I'm Michelle Condor. Thanks for tuning in. And today, we're going to focus on the social media platform Snapchat. Snapchat really started as a messaging app. It's most famous and its only original feature is the Snapchat. Essentially, a picture with text that disappears after a short amount of time. One of the reasons why Snapchat has taken off is because it is more personal and a fun way to share messages with your friends. Instead of just sending them a text message, you can send them a picture with text, filters, geotags, which are filters that you can put on your pictures based on where you are, and drawings. These features make the app fun and easy to use, and have led to Snapchat being one of the fastest growing messaging apps. However, after becoming a, success, a successful messaging app, Snapchat innovated and evolved into a social, social media platform with its introduction of Snap Stories, the, the Discover page, and Spectacles, classes that you can send and receive Snapchats from. Snap Stories have been incredibly successful in the social media world. Other companies such as Instagram and Facebook have seen how successful the stories are and have tried to create similar stories on their own platform. One of the things that makes stories so popular, especially amongst millennials, is that they disappear after 24 hours. This is very appealing to a generation that has been taught that anything that you post on the internet will be used against you one day. This is part of the reason why 71% of Snapchat users are under the age of 34 and 45% are between the ages of 18 and 24. Snapchat is really trying to appeal to younger generations, and it does this quite successfully. So, Colin. Why else do you think that Snapchat is so successful in its endeavor uh, as a new media company? Well, I think that one of the really successful parts of Snapchat has been its Discover page and uh, all the articles on it. Uh, the Discover page is basically a, uh, a page that you can swipe to on the app, and it just lists a bunch of articles that were made specifically for Snapchat from a bunch of different publications, such as, uh, like, legitimate publications such as like the New York Times, The Economist, The Washington Post, and less, maybe not less legitimate, but less scholarly publications such as like BuzzFeed and Daily Mail, which is a tabloid. Um, and one of the things that's great about this Discover page and makes Snapchat really popular is that these articles are very spreadable. They're very accessible and um, they, and they're the kind of stuff that you want to send to your friends, and Snapchat makes that very easy by, if you just uh, click, or not click, but if you just press down on the article, you can send it to any of your friends on the app, and they make it a very easy and streamlined process. So you've spoken about how Snapchat is a, a spreadable media company, but now can you discuss any potential drawbacks that it may have? Yeah, there are a few drawbacks, too. Um, the Snapchat, especially the Discover page. Um, one of the things that Snapchat really has to work on is its ability to keep the me media spreadable without dumbing it down so much that it becomes not very sticky, as Malcolm Gladwell puts it. 
Snapchat does a great job of formatting the information on the Discover page so that it is very accessible and easy to share with your friends. However, doing this comes with a cost. When Snapchat makes its articles accessible, it simplifies them so much that sometimes they are not even really worth reading at all. The fact of the matter is that there's simply not enough information in the articles to even have a discussion about them. Even articles from respectable publishers such as the New York Times dumb their articles down so much that there is very little value to them. Snapchat has a major stickiness problem when it comes to its discovery page and it is in need of a solution. It caters too much to readers that don't want to read an in-depth article and think about it. It discourages critical thinking, which I believe is really bad for our society because people are just skimming the surface of all these stories and has led to the fake news epidemic. This really brings it to question what Snapchat's goal is long term. They have been expanding what they do from the very beginning of their existence and now seem to be trying to become a one-stop shop for everything on the internet, whether it be news, messaging, or social media. If it does want to be a one-stop shop, what kind of audience is it trying to cater to? By making the articles accessible to everyone, Snapchat makes them a lot less interesting for the more educated audience that may be reading. So is Snapchat's goal to gain an uneducated and uncaring audience? I do not believe this to be, not, to be true. I think that Snapchat's plan is to be a center for relaxation on the internet. It does not want to be a scholarly news source meant for deep thinking. It is meant to be a fun and relaxing place. So my advice to Snapchat would be to get rid of the articles from more reputable news sources because it's not doing any audi the audience any favors to give them dumbed-down articles that make them think they understand what's going on in the world when they really don't. Let Snapchat be a place to relax and socialize and send your friends funny messages or articles, not somewhere to discuss the bipartisan crisis that the U.S. is in or global hunger or serious matters like that. So what other factors may influence Snapchat as being a more versatile new media publication? I think another one of their most important features is the story feature. Um, it's been wildly successful in the new media field, like in the social media field. Um, Facebook now has their own stories and Instagram has their own stories, which are, like I said earlier, um, a post that either a video or um, a picture and that disappears after 24 hours. And um, it's been really, really successful in all over social media, but it all started with Snapchat. And not only do people really enjoy doing this and, and think it's a fun way to share what they're doing at the time, and maybe they can share more informal activities that they wouldn't put in like their usual posts that last forever, um, but it really helps like people have like it represents kind of a cultural collective intelligence um, and you get to see people from around the world posting things on their stories of their everyday life and you get a much better feel of like what thing what life is like in, in different parts of the world different parts of your country um, and it really is uh, very very interesting and I think everyone is better off having a better understanding of what other people's lives are like and it helps them with their decision making everyday decision making and uh, if they want to like vote for someone who they think wants to do something that might hurt a huge group of people uh, such as our current president maybe if they see like the everyday lives of those people and see how it affects them it might change their minds 
Another feature that made Snapchat very prevalent in the social media world is the uh, streaks function that they introduced about two or three years ago. The snap streaks are, uh, it's a little symbol, a little fire emoji that goes next to the name of someone that you've snapchatted for at least three consecutive days and it has the number, a number of days that you've snapchatted them in a row for next to that emoji. And um, it's, uh, it's a cool way for friends to like brag about their friendship and uh, like just say, oh wow, like we've snapchatted each other for like a hundred days straight. Like how cool is that? And uh, it's been really, really popular among a lot of people and everyone is trying to have like the longest streak with their best friend and have as like a bunch of streaks and it's been a really cool uh, feature one thing that um, isn't as good about the feature is that it can sometimes lead to kind of a disconnect where people are like oh yeah like things are great like we're talking we've been talking and like we're still really good friends when like they've really only been sending each other pictures of the wall or whatever for the last hundred days and haven't really had a meaningful conversation but because that's there they feel like they still have that connection and they don't need to talk to them and that can lead to disconnects between people which is kind of unfortunate but overall I think the streaks are are pretty fun and, and cool and have, and have been very popular Another feature of Snapchat that makes Snapchat more customizable is the Bitmoji. Bitmoji is a little like emoji looking avatar for your Snapchat profile that uh, everyone can view and it's just a little way to customize your Snapchat profile. These have been wildly popular and uh, everyone's always trying to have the, the cutest looking Bitmoji. The combination of all of these features have helped Snapchat become one of the most successful and popular uh, social media publications in our current social media world. Snapchat is spreadable and fun to use, and it'll be interesting to see over the next couple of years how it continues to expand into the social media realm. Thanks for listening. This is Colin Swen and Michelle Condor signing out. Bye. See you next week.